Hey, money bosses, welcome back. I've got Dee from Kids Money Academy, and we're doing our deep dive session and really going to get into the best practices. We're really just in the first session, if you haven't listened, we talked about how do parents get started, when is a good age to actually start having conversations with your kids and, you know, kind of go from there. So here we're going to explore some of the more practical steps and Dee's going to share uh, with us a framework, framework called Positive Money Loop. So yeah, Dee, welcome. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Please take it away. Hey, thank you. Um, so Positive Money Loop Framework is my signature framework. Um, and it focuses on how it gives you a framework how you can really teach your kids about money and it's it has three pillars one is the educate second is give control and third layer is respect so everything starts with educate educating your child right so you start educating your child, transferring your knowledge, you learn as you go, and now you transfer your money knowledge to your kids. Whether that's how to budget, uh, how much to save, spend, give, wants and needs, um, value of money, you teach uh, that knowledge to your uh, children as times go by. And that is going to be different from uh, if your child is four year old versus if they are 16 years old. But it all comes down to the same thing, which is like educating your child. And then the second layer is um, the giving control. Once you are done with the education part, then it's time to give control to your child. So that means that um, if we are talking about um, if you're talking about saving and spending, now they have the money, whether you are giving them an allowance or they are earning their commissions by doing chores. Now they have the money and, and you give the control of that money to them. Like let's say my son is eight and he's making $8. He takes the $8 and he gets to decide how much to put in the uh, save jar, span jar and give jar. I don't dictate, I don't dictate for him to how much to put on each jar. He needs to be able to make his own decisions um, and, then, um, and then see what the consequences are based on his decisions. Um, third layer is respect. So once you educate your child and give control, you wanna make sure you respect their decision. So when, if they are putting all of their money into spend, um, a little bit in saving and nothing in give give jar don't go and say hey you gotta give more and then you know take the money and um mm -hmm. and put it some in the the mm -hmm. give jar what you can do educate them about how the jar system works or what charity means what giving means what do they feel more passionate about like animals or animals in needs or kids in needs um, tap into their um, tap into to into that and not just say okay I want you to give more to charity so the respect comes uh, when uh, you know when they make the decision respect layer comes uh, when you need to make um, 
we, when you really need to step back and say, okay, I respect your decision. This is how you want to do it. Next week, we will talk about it again, like next week when you give the allowance, next allowance. Mm -hmm. So that's what money loop framework is. Uh, I love it. So, because we did, we did definitely spend quite a bit of time talking about the spend, give, save jar. So, what about? Can we talk a little bit more specifically? Like, how are these weekly conversations? Like, walk me through what you do with with your. I know you have uh, kids two different ages. Or if yes. some, if I know your youngest is not, maybe not quite there yet, but but your oldest. Or and for example, if somebody had a child who's like in the teens, what would that look like? Is it weekly basis, monthly? What's yes, for um, definitely when you are talking about teen years, it's a different ball game. It's a different type of different type of conversation. And when they are teen, yes, you want to have the buckets of safe spend give, but they are not going to be in jars because mm -hmm. it's just not cool enough. <laughs> 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 you know, you, you got to make the system workable with your child. Whatever they find cool and fun, you got to make it work for them. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe they will use cash envelopes with the safe spend give. Um, definitely when they are teen, they need to start budgeting um, and use some sort of, there are a lot of free resources out there that you can just print out a simple budget for teens. Um, I also have a, I also have a budget workbook for teens for sale, and um, you know that's another thing that you can look into. There are resources that you can easily access for free, um, but the bottom line is they need to start budgeting because once they are eighteen, once they are out for college, if they don't know what to do, how to manage their money they're going to, they're going to make a lot of bigger mistakes um and you want them to make those mistakes uh when they're at home not when they go to college you don't want them to sign up for a first credit card company because their the credit card representative is in the campus and they're offering for offering a free shirt because they never heard you talking about the fico score or what credit card means um, so you want to have those type of conversation with them uh, on a weekly basis. And these conversation, again, um, as I said, um, they should not be in a lec lecturing way. It, they should be um, conversational. Like if, you know, kids in the U.S. can and start driving at 16, for example. So they need to, the kids need to, in my opinion, kids need to start saving for that car when probably they are 12 or 13. So they can, even if you want to split up the cost, they contribute a little bit of money um, towards that car. Um, and you don't want to just say, hey, yeah, we're going to, okay, you're going to get the car at 16, uh, but you got to save a little bit. No, no, start the conversation. Hey, yeah, when I was, you know, at your age, uh, this was my dream car. What is your dream car? Uh, and then once you get them excited about the topic, then you can talk about the all the cost that goes with that dream car right. and how to afford that dream car and things like that. And then do the research together. And that's how 
you can make it fun to make it fun and exciting so so teams is a little bit different and i, I definitely agree uh, that um, it would be it would be great to start teaching the budgeting and and this the, the the controlling of the spending and kind of knowing where it's all going for um for the younger kids like you know preteens. so i know they're still doing the spend the, the jars so yes. how often do you have these conversations are these like really when necessary do you have a structure yes so these are these are daily there's no structure i don't the last thing i want is to is last thing i want mom moms to think or parents to think that oh my gosh now there is one more thing that i need to do you know it's not a something on your to-do list um i want to make this process really easy and the way to make that easy is to uh, include them in your daily life um how like for example you get bills electric bill you pay your bill every month electric water um, gas get them involved hey you know when you turn on up this uh, light this is you know how much we we pay for the house this is how much it costs to run a house um, so you actually deal with money every day um, and you can bring them into the conversation um, some way um, Mm -hmm. I definitely, I, we don't want this to become a to-do list in your, you know, long mommy to-do list. Right. No, I, I, and the reason I asked if it was more structured, because you talked about like, um, having, uh, for your eight-year-old son, you have, you give him eight dollars um, every week. So he must decide, right, something, to, so what he's got to do something with that, with those eight dollars every week, because next week he knows there's going to be. Yes. So it seems like it's probably more more frequent, which I think I would be more in favor as opposed to kind of kind of random. But yeah, I like the I like your suggestion of not having to have like there's one more thing I've got to do. <laughs> yes, definitely. Once you have the jars, it gives the pan. Um, what was the <laughs> saves the pan? Give jars, and once you have the jar system in place, it's think. It, think as your automated savings, your automated, you know how you as an adult, you want to automate your own personal finances as much as possible. You want to automate, uh, you want to automate financial literacy, uh, education as mm -hmm. much as possible. And one way to do that is having the jars because your kid is going to come on Sunday um, or whatever you pick the day as the, you know, payday, uh, and they're going to come and they're going to ask for that money. And you have to give them always, um, we were, you know, if you want to talk about best practices, for example, you want to make sure you always give them the money um, same day. You know, mm -hmm. if it's every Sunday, just make sure you give the money on Sunday. And then once you give the money, ask them like how they want to split up the money. Um, because I'm, I'm sure most kids want to put everything in this pan, um, but let them make the decision. Another best practice is to let them make the decision. You don't necessarily have to tell them, hey, 50% goes to spend saving and then other 10% goes to charity. You don't have to do that. You just let them decide. Uh, and then maybe you see that charity uh, give jar, they don't want to put anything. Maybe the next week you're going to talk about how as a family you give 
um, to other people and you become an example um, instead of um, telling them what to do. The following week, they're going to probably, after observing you, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, maybe I, I really like uh, cats. Maybe I'll give $1 to this cat organization, things like that. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I definitely like the more practical. When you're talking about like, I mean, okay, so these jars are there, the money goes in the jars. Like, when do we get to use it, right? <laughs> Especially the spend jar. So you take the money from the spend yes. jar and you actually go to the store. You let them buy whatever they want, right? That's yes. the, Even the if it's the, the most useless thing in the world, <laughs> you want to <laughs> say, uh, well, don't waste your $10 on that. Let it be because they're gonna learn that first of all that shows that what they value right they you go to target and they they bring their span jar let's say they have 10 bucks in the span jar they want to bring the whole thing and next time uh, if they spend their whole ten dollar in one thing then the next next time around they're going to be way less money in that span jar and they're going to understand that okay like if i spam my spend money on this one thing the following week I'm gonna have less mm -hmm. so they're gonna make that connection um, so that's why you want to give freedom to kids to spend their money the way they want because it's in, in, it's in the span jar mm -hmm. anyway so they, they that's the purpose of the span jar to mm -hmm. spend. Um, and then the save jar uh, I opened my son's checking account when he was around six we went to uh, we went to Wells Fargo and he, with his little jar and he <laughs> he was like everyone's looking at him and he's so proud of himself he's opening his bank account um, and everything that was that was very special to watch uh, but he was so proud of himself and he had in his saving jar he had fifty he had fifty nine dollars yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he he put it in the, and the bank account and then we came home and then he's like mommy let's check the bank account i want to see if i earn any interest uh -huh. because when you take them to a bank bank then they learn what mm -hmm. bank means they start asking questions why are we here why don't we just keep it in the jar so every action you take will trigger the next question mm -hmm. um what is bank like why do we want to do do they like my son was like oh they protect our money from bad guys like that's what his mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, in addition to that, you actually, your money get to earn money. It's like, oh, yeah, what does that mean? And then you start talking about interest and then you start talking about compound interest and things like that. So, but in order to get to that point, you have to take the action first. And then kids intuitively ask those questions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like it. I love the, the story about opening a bank account. <laughs> and hopefully you recorded it or took a picture because when he's... Yes, it's on yes. my Instagram. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. It's social media. It's not my makes, real. I know. Uh, it's it on my Instagram. It, <laughs> makes it possible so he'll go back and remember, you know, that uh, he had a checking account or savings account, whatever it is. <laughs> also, another thing we did together, which I recorded, buying his first wallet. Um, ah. we bought it from Amazon, but he was involved with like comparing the different wallets, comparison shopping, right? And then what he likes, he likes Minecraft. So he picked it and then he compared different Minecraft, uh, wallets. And then I paid via my card on Amazon, but then I 
got the money from him. From him. Oh, okay. So he yes. did it. And we recorded all of that as well. So definitely, you know, first wallet, first bank account, those are the um, little milestones that yeah. they will remember forever. Yeah, no, I love it. Definitely. I remember opening my first bank account, but it was, I was, I was in a team. So yes, <laughs> I just, I just, I actually, I opened it. I really did because I had, I, I finally had a, my first job and I, um, I remember our first paycheck was $125. Uh -huh. um, I was 16. And so I made $5 and 25 cents an hour. I was so proud of, of my first paycheck. I didn't know what to do with it. Like I, I wanted, I thought I wanted to buy the whole, everything I right? the, at the mall. Right. And Same thing happened to me and nobody told me that you better save a little bit of it. If I knew the jar system, if I had the habit, I would split up into three. Um, but yeah, literally you don't know when you make your first paycheck, you don't know what to do with it. Like a lot of people, a lot of teens, they don't know. Yeah, no, definitely. I think adults, if anything, I, this, 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 this strategy could be adopted for even in when you're younger, it's the same idea. You still, you can have the three checking accounts and do the spend, save and give, right? <laughs> it, it works. It totally works. You can even automate it because it's so much easier. I, you know, our kids, I just like one of these things uh, that really makes me wonder is the modern technology in the world we live. Like, yes, a lot of the stuff that we're teaching are more hands-on, touchy-feely, but mm -hmm. my son is so in, so much into technology. Yeah. I'm sure you kids are. So like, you know, when they do grow up, it will be a different world, but at least these like these seeds that we're planting in them are, are so crucial. Yeah, definitely. I think having a checking account, having, um, showing them the bank account. I also show my son his 529 account because he needs to know that there is a money growing for him for his education. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of parents have these type of conversation uh, with their kids late teens. Um, best practice, I think, to show them what you are doing to ensure that they have a good education and what you you do to save money for them. I think it's it's, it's important to show them. Mm -hmm. For a couple more minutes that we have left in this interview, are there any last minute thoughts, Deep? Oh, now you put me in spot. <laughs> no, tell everybody, tell everybody about your um, some of the things you got going on on your website. I know I know you have a lot of different educational resources. Um, I think that would be a good starting point. Yes, so I do have a freebie vault that everyone can go. There are a lot of free resources I have in that freebie vault. There are the uh, safe span gift jar sleeves. Um, I have cash envelopes for kids. I have other games um, that encourages, uh, you know, money counting and puzzles and things like that. Um, so definitely check them out. I also have um, other things that are coming up uh, is I... I would like to um, have um, my first course out, uh, masterclass out uh, by the end of November, uh, and that's uh, called "Make Your Kids a Millionaire." Um, it's a it's a training training about Roth IRA, opening your kids a Roth IRA uh, account. Um, so definitely uh, be lookout for that. Uh, I will be sharing more information on that. Very, I love it very much. And I love your title. So yes, we're going to include in our show notes here 
Um, in the session, we can include all these links as well. And once Dee has her course out, um, that's um, that's something that we're actually also excited to share. What's well, been really the really really nice, and I love that we uh, spent some some more time getting practical tips because I think it's it's quite important and. Um, yes, thank you so much again, Dee, for, for all your time Anna. today. And uh, everyone, uh, Dee, uh, remind everybody how to connect with you on social media and your website. Sure, I, I'm very much active on Instagram. So if you come to Kids Money Academy um, Instagram account, just say hi and uh, just let me know that you watch the summit so I can give you a special gift. Awesome, that's exciting. Okay, that was a, that was a surprise to me, but I'll take it. <laughs> I know I feel generous today. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, I'll, I'll take it <laughs> anytime. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much again. Bye, everybody. Bye.